On the cool, crisp morning of September 15, 1254, the smell of death, animals, and fish lingered in the air. You hear the sound of a woman struggling, a baby screaming. A baby was being born. It was an average occurrence. It was just another person being brought into the world. No one would have anticipated he would become one of the most famous travelers ever and lead one of the most famous expeditions. His name was Marco Polo. He would be recognized for years to come for the many famous things he did. Hi, my name is Madden Scholes. My name is Will Robertson. And I'm Porter Morris. And today we're going to be covering all the aspects of Marco Polo's expedition. It was 1271 and Marco Polo was preparing for his first expedition. He would be starting in Venice and ending in China. His goal for the expedition was to trade and get spices. He had just met his dad and his uncle for the first time right before his expedition. His dad and his uncle were very well-known Silk Road merchants. He was just 15 and he would be traveling the world. He was on his way traveling through the Silk Road. Dripping with sweat, Marco Polo was tired but knew he had to carry on. He knew he had to accomplish his goal of making trades and acquiring spices. He could not let his father and his uncle down. He would be traveling over 5,000 miles on a combination of camelback and on foot. After traveling for three and a half years, they arrived in China. The group had accomplished their goal. They had reached the hotspot for trade. China was the main source of silk and other spices. When he arrived, he went to the court of Kublai Khan. At the time, he was one of the most powerful leaders and controlled a lot of land and won many battles. They had not traveled to China with plans to meet Kublai Khan, but it was a pleasant surprise. After meeting Marco Polo, Kublai Khan asked them to go and get oil from Jerusalem. This oil was sold by priests in the city. After Khan had asked them to go and get the oil, the Polos set off for Jerusalem. After they had returned from Jerusalem, they learned that they were being held against their will in Yuan, China. Kublai Khan would make them do his bidding for the next 17 years. They could only leave with Khan's permission. In 1291, Marco, his dad, and his uncle all got permission to leave the city. They got permission to leave Yuan by escorting a Mongol princess all the way to Hormuz. The Polos decided to take the sea route back to Venice. They boarded a ship in Sumatra, but not long after they set sail, the ship was marooned in Indonesia by monsoons. They were stuck there for five months after the wind had shifted 
they went to Ceylon, then to India, where Marco was fascinated all by all the different religions. After they had arrived in India, they traveled the Arabian Peninsula on foot. Then they dropped the princess off and went back home to Venice, where they all lived a happy life. In conclusion, Marco Polo traveled all around the world and had many stories to tell along the way. He began his first expedition to China at the age of 15. Then, once he got there, was held captive by Kublai Khan, and then by having to escort a princess across the Arabian Peninsula, finally returned home to Venice. He was one of the most well-known travelers and merchants that is still teaching us lessons today. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we hope you learned something about Marco Polo and his travels.